What's up? Welcome in and thanks for listening. This is the podcast Builder versus Buyer, and I'm the host, Adam Steiner. This podcast is dedicated to the home building industry, bringing builders and buyers together through advice and education. All right, so kind of a late recording session for me today. It's almost 10.30 my time. Um, long day of drawings, trying to get a lot of stuff done before the holidays so I can take some legitimate time off. Um, yeah, it's it's been an interesting week, but um, yeah, I can't complain. Happy to have the work. Um, so today I wanted to talk about, this is um, near and dear to my heart. It's kind of the confluence of a lot of my different interests. And this is, I wanted to address, it's, it's an in-house issue uh, as far as builders go. Clients might not, if you're a client looking to build your dream home, this might not give you a lot of great information here, but this is targeted toward home builders. And it is what software and hardware should you be using? Um, I'm, I'm not talking hardware for the field crews. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to be talking tools and, and saws and hammers and all that. Um, but more, uh, operationally, um, computers, that, that sort of stuff. Um, I, I feel like there's a good number of builders and, um, I, I was in plenty of meetings where stuff like this came up. What should we invest in? Should we be buying new computers for the field staff? Should we get them tablets? Should we get new software for the selections team? And, and so there's just um, a lot of this, and there's not a lot of reviews out there on some of this. Like really, I mean, there are reviews. I don't. It's 2020. There's it's um, the golden age of the internet. There's there's reviews on everything. But um, as far as someone who's sat in these rooms, used most of this stuff, I figured it would be really helpful to give, or hopefully helpful to give just my honest feedback on how a lot of this stuff works. Um, we're talking things like Builder Trend, AutoCAD, Revit, SketchUp, Bluebeam, Excel, um, just how that works operationally as as you're you're building a company, how you're communicating information. Um, so I'm going to go through a few of those. And I felt like there are three core groups I wanted to address as well. One is the front end. So that's your sales team, permitting, selections. Um, this is the group that doesn't have a, you know, that's not a huge need as far as... Um, computation. They don't have to be super portable. A laptop is usually fine. Um, but they're spending most of their day at the desk. They're in, um, Microsoft office a lot and, and programs like that. Um, so that, that was that group. Um, the second is if you have a in-house CAD team, um, and this is what I spent most of my career in, um, can be very computationally, um, intensive, um, big needs for software and computing power and, um, all that. So I'll get into some specifics there. And then the, the production and the field crew. So this is, um, the team generating work orders, scheduling, estimating, and then obviously your site superintendents, um, project managers, whatever you call them, uh, the people that are on site every day managing those jobs. Um, so let me start with, um, just something I've used at, let's see, each company I've been at at different levels, and that is Builder Trend. Um, and 
Builder Trend is a software targeted specifically to the home building industry, and it's meant to be a um, soup to nuts integrated software. So it starts off on the sales side with a CRM. Um, you can transition that into um, contractual docs, and then they have um, selection tools in there. They have a scheduling tool. You can do all your work orders through there, change orders. Um, really anything you think of can be housed in builder trend. Um, and it's all designed, it's all web-based. So you go to their website, log into your specific job or your specific company. Um, and then you can look at all the jobs that you've got going on and find all this information. It's, it's meant to be like really a, a communication hub. I, I think somebody from builder trend might describe it differently, but that's how, in the three stops I was at, we ended up using it. Um, I I have a weird relationship with Builder Trend because it's it's kind of a love hate for me. Um, here's the love side. I, there's there's not a really another great option out there that does all this stuff, especially as like you start to build more homes. You get to that you know fifteen to twenty a year mark and more and um, you know, it serviced the, the company I was at in Minnesota, we were doing about 150 and it was still servicing that, um, 150 units a year. Um, and, and so like there's, it's, it's a good option as far as housing all this stuff. There's one spot for the plan. So the CAD team can upload the plans there and then the, the project manager and the client can all access those and, and look at what everybody's building off of and working off of. Um, there's one spot for selections and there's even the, a nice little button that the client clicks to then approve those selections. Um, and th there's a lot of great stuff like that. That's like specifically tailored to our industry um, and it's extremely helpful to work in it. There's a great scheduling tool, um, that notifies the subcontractors every time you change a date and reschedule and they get a new email, um, you know, and then, and then you can make tasks for your internal team. We did this a lot. Um, like on the upfront side, you know, there's just a ton of little steps that go into the permitting process, um, from, you know, sign to dig. So we would have internal tasks that we would have to, once we completed, we'd go into builder trend mark that it was complete and we'd have trackers that then output data to show, um, what jobs were on track and off track and, and all that. So like, it's, it's great for stuff like that. And there's, there's not really another option at this price point that can do all that stuff. Um, the downside is that like, it's just really not a great program to work in on a daily basis. Um, I felt like as I was working in it, like it just could be faster. I know it's web-based and it's not completely fair to compare that to programs on my computer, but like it just felt like it, sh it load, it loaded slower than it should. Um, and, and yeah, okay. So it takes, three to five seconds for something to load instead of half a second. Like what's the big deal there? But if you're a selections coordinator and like that's your job and you're working on this eight to 10 hours a day, that wastes so much time to be like every little thing you, you updated, you had to 
update and then click save and then update and then click save and then update and then click save. Um, and it was just a lot of that. And every time you update and save, there's a new web page that's then reloading. Um, it, it just felt like it was clunky. Um, working on it on a daily basis, I, I found myself just like, oh, dragged down by the builder trend process. Like, okay, now I got to go in and mark that my task is complete and it's going to take me, you know, it's got to load the page to get to the task and then mark that it's complete. But if I, if I mark that it's complete and close the window instead of saving the window, it doesn't save it. So I have to go back in and just a bunch of little stuff like that. Um, and then like the CRM is poor. There's a lot better CRMs out there. Um, you know, it, it, it just, it's, it's interesting because it could be better. It could be so much better, but there's so many builders that use it because there's, like I said, just at that price point, um, I don't recall what it was off the top of my head, but we researched others. There's really like, uh, it was a huge jump to get into, um, other ERP software, um, as it was called. Um, it was a huge jump to get into some, to some other stuff. So it was like, it's just weird that we're just hovering around this builder trend thing. Um, so if there's anybody from builder trend that's listening or ever, um, going to hear this, um, yeah, that's my, my feedback work, get the, the product cleaner. Um, yeah. So that, that is builder trend is one that the whole, um, company would touch. Um, the sales team was working on in it. The permitting selections team was working in it. CAD team was uploading drawings to it. And then the production and field team, they're the ones on site pulling up those, those files and drawings and drawings from it. So it, it was, it was great in that respect, as I said. Um, okay. So that is builder trend and probably the, the biggest one overarching. So if you're, if you're not going to use builder trend, um, and I've seen companies get by without it, odds are you're going to probably default to something like Excel for your work orders and your change orders. And, um, Excel can even do schedules and scheduling. It's, um, it's not completely set up for that, but it, but it works. Um, Oh, sorry. One last thing. I'm going to jump back to Builder Trend for one second. Um, I mentioned earlier that things like scheduling, if you change a date in Builder Trend, it will update the subcontractor. Well, the problem with that is like Builder Trend would send out an email for every single thing that got updated. And it's really hard to get like, it was just very frustrating to get the right updates to the right people. And so you either got none of the notifications in your email or way too many. Um, so the automatic updating feature um, was usually tuned out by most people because, especially our subcontractors, um, because they just got so many emails from Builder Trend. They got an email every time there was a change order on one of their jobs. And they're doing 40 jobs a year for us. Like... <laughs> That's so many emails just in change orders alone. Like they're not going to read all those. They usually go to a junk folder or whatever. Um, so I, yeah, there's got to be a way to a better way to do that. But um, on scheduling back to Excel, um, it, Excel works. It, it works fine. It's um, cheaper. You're going to need somebody who's pretty 
tech savvy in your firm to get it to work really well. Um, and th- there's a lot of those people out there, but um, you know, the, the, once you get into the, the programming aspects of Excel, it can really, it can really spread its wings. Um, so I, I wouldn't be afraid of that. If you're not wanting to jump into Builder Trend, I, d- I don't know. Um, you could probably get by with Excel and you'd be okay for the, the sales permitting selections. Um, all that. Um, on the selections team, one thing that our selection team used and loved and I've used before is Bluebeam. Um, so Bluebeam is really just a, a PDF reader, um, but it's really expanded to and targeted toward the construction field. So um, it, it kind of, our selection team kind of used it as AutoCAD Lite um, because you could set a scale on there and then you could measure off there. You could get areas, um, linear distance, um, just a, a lot of stuff. And then you could mark it up, send it to somebody, um, color it, annotate it, whatever. Um, and, and so it was, it's really easy, intuitive to use. Um, and then they, our selections team didn't need to ever open an AutoCAD drawing. It could, um, really neatly communicate what was happening in those selection meetings and get, um, important things back to buyers, like measuring the the flooring for a bath. They wanted to upgrade a tile. They didn't need to go to the CAD team or the architect and um, figure that out. They could do that in the meeting right right in front of them. So um, highly recommend that one. Um, I think it's a one-time payment. I want to say three or 400 bucks, but you got Google. You can look that up. Um, so onto the CAD team. If you have an in-house CAD team, what do you need? What does your CAD team need? Um, I still operate on AutoCAD Lite, which is pretty much the cheapest version of CAD you can find out there other than open source. Um, and so AutoCAD Lite is, I think it's, I just got mine on Black Friday. I think it was like 300 bucks a year. Um, if you could package Revit Lite with it, you get it for like 400 bucks a year on a subscription. Um, and so if your CAD team knows AutoCAD, that's it, it still works. It's fine. You will be able to build houses off of it. Um, what some of the other software does is really jump to two huge things that it can get you as a home building company. Um, one is 3D visualization. So if you're working in something like... Revit or Chief Architect, what you're doing is those programs actually design in 3D from the get-go. Like AutoCAD Lite is strictly two-dimensional. So Revit and Chief Architect, you're designing in 3D. Um, So as you're working on a floor plan, you've already got the 3D model generated and you can do um, 3D walkthroughs and renderings and and things like that. Yeah, it takes work to get a really pretty rendering. Um, It's not like a a one-click button. You got to spend a lot of time and energy to make the rendering look right, but you can do a lot of like walkthroughs and visualization and stuff, um, straight from the software, which in today's day and age can be really helpful. Um, for people, most people are not visual, can't understand a floor plan. So it's, it's just, I mean, you know, it's, it's really, it's really helpful to have that stuff. Um, and then the second is estimating. So, um, I'm not as familiar with Chief Architect, but I know with Revit, um, if you model it well, it's calculating everything for you. So if you model your floors correctly and put, you know, where um, 
if you actually model where the carpeting's going and where the wood flooring's going and um, you model the drywall correctly and the stone correctly and the siding and, and all that stuff, if you um, take the time and care to develop your drawing well, um, it's a one-click button to an estimate. So it's it's automatically calculating the siding that you put on the on the building as as you're designing. Um, so if you do have an in-house estimating team or you're doing your own work orders or takeoffs, um, it can be a huge tool um, for your builds um, and really speed up those teams. It, it might make your CAD team slightly slower, but I think you'll get it back um, in all that you would save. Like you wouldn't even really need an estimator because you could just, like it, you seriously just, can have in your template a Excel file working in the background that's, um, you know, adding up all these things as it's being modeled and then you throw it on one of the sheets and it's just there. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty dummy proof. Um, pretty great. But with the caveat, you have to model well, um, to make it work. Um, and then as far as the, the production and field go, um, there, software needs uh, i've other than like you know pdf reading and the microsoft office like there there wasn't too high of a demand in, in software needs um but i did want to jump to hardware needs now those three groups so the the front end going back to the the front end um the sales permitting selections um my friends, if they hear this, will might be a little surprised. I would actually recommend going the Mac route for that group, just because I, in my experience, Macs are a little more dummy proof and they just kind of work and they're a little more intuitive. Um, the updating happens in the in the background more, and and so like, um, usually I've found that the people that are drawn to those careers as far as like sales agents and selection coordinators are usually um, not as tech forward as somebody like your CAD team would be. Um, They're not going to nerd out about the (laughs) software and hardware as much. Um, So they they don't um, need to get into the nitty gritty of a computer and a a windows computer just, um, takes a little bit more TLC to operate, to operate well. Um, whereas Macs just seem to be a little cleaner. So you'll spend a little bit more on the front end, but, um, that the team will work. And then let me address too the, there's, there's really no compatibility issues anymore. Nowadays, um, there are some minor things. If somebody sends an Excel file and it was saved in a certain format, like it can be weird. Sometimes it'll print weird. Um, there's still some stuff like that, but for the most part, like all these files can be used for both a Mac and PC. Like all the software is mostly available for all these devices. Like I wouldn't be too, too concerned about that. Um, your CAD team, as far as hardware goes, um, I would suggest getting something with just basically, if you don't want to get too geeky and nerdy about it, they're going to need gaming computers because my recommendation would be um, you will want to render something at some point in time 
And if you do, rendering programs are pu- usually pretty demanding on a graphics card. Um, and the most affordable way to get a decent graphics card is a gaming PC. Um, so if you're spending less than 1500 bucks on a laptop or a PC for your CAD team, you're, you're probably going a little too cheap. Um, if they're never rendering, never doing anything in 3D, um, then actually you're, you're fine. The AutoCAD Lite um, doesn't really even use the graphics card. Um, it's all uh, CPU-based. So as long as you have a nice CPU, um, don't get an Ultrabook, though. Make sure it has... I get a, get a little nerdy on you, but make sure it has at least a 35-watt or 45-watt um, CPU. The Ultrabooks um, tend to throttle a little faster, and if you're doing CAD on it, for eight to 10 hours a day, that CPU throttling can be really annoying and go really, really slowly. Um, but yeah, the TLDR version is get your CAD team gaming computers and you're probably going to need to need to spend around 1500 bucks on those. Um, and lastly, I, this is a, a fight in every company I've been at is what, what to get the, the production and field team is specifically the field. So the people that are not in the office daily, they're out, spend most of their time going from job site to job site. So this is your site superintendents, project managers, and your warranty team. What do they use? What do they get? And what I've seen with builders is they don't want to buy top, top, of the line stuff because it's expensive. So they find something a little more affordable and they get it for their whole team. They buy five of them or 10 of them. And then nobody ends up using them because they suck. And it, the stuff just doesn't work on site. It's slow to load the three G or four G card that you got them just kind of, um, the internet craps out here and there and then they can't get it to load. And, and then most of them resort to um, just printing stuff when they get to the office, taping it up on the job site, laminating, all that. Um, I would say even in 2020, that still has a place that like a hard copy on site um, tends to be the most viewed and most valuable. Um, most of the subcontractors, builders know this, you don't need to hear this from me, but most of the subcontractors don't carry a print with them to the site. Um their guys might not have one and they're hoping that one is just there that they can go off of. Um, so I, I would say like if you're going to do nice hardware for your field crew, I would say go big or don't do much. Just let them operate off a phone and, and print stuff from the office. Um, but like the new iPad pros or iPad airs, like something like that, that you know is going to get on site and work, um, and, um, work consistently and be fluid when they're using it. And they're actually able to, you know, take notes on it and redline things and send it back to the office. Like that's what they need. Um, and stuff that is, is clunky, hard to use, lots of steps to turn on and off, slow to load. Like that stuff just doesn't get used. Um, and gets broken really, really quick or left behind or, um, yeah, it's uh, go big or go home on that front. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, 
if you have questions on what software I've probably used it, um, or at least have some experience with it or know someone who does. So hit me up. I'd love to hear from you. Um, have any questions on what your team should be using? Um, let me know. You can reach out to me at info at buyer.com or on Instagram at buyer. Um, also my home design firm is Burnham Design Co. That's B-I-R-N-A-M Design Co. Um, other than that, have a great week. It's December. Um, so that's exciting. Um, we're almost done with 2020 here and, uh, yeah, as always, thanks to Andrew Michael Metter for music.